Glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Guys, it's the second day of October. Son of a bitch. Already? I just remembered I, uh... What did you do now? Well, it's a whole new world <laughs> that I live in. I... Everything I do is online these days, right? Yeah. Except for one thing, which is my rent. Oh, no, you now better that pay I have, that. Now that I have an apartment, I have to pay rent. And I, uh... I just realized that I, I, it's, you know, it's due yesterday, obviously. There's okay, you've got a little bit of a grace period. But I left my rent check on my counter. I'm realizing that right now. And I was supposed to drop it off today. And now... Good thing you don't live that far away. You know what? You're right. You're right. Uh, you know what I should do? I should probably do that at some point today. Hey, you know what? Put in fear inoculum. <laughs> You'll have time. <laughs> you would have time to go grab it and come back. Oh, guys, that's a radio joke, and it's hilarious. Welcome to Tuesday. Oh, God, it's Wednesday. Where have I been? What is going on? Do you need some assistance? No, no. I think I'm just reeling from the Brewers loss last night, but I'm going to be okay. So close. I'm wearing my T-shirt. I'm still flying my flag because you wear your colors no matter what, the good and the bad. But that one was a kick right in the jeans. That's for sure. Listen, lucky to be there. I mean, really, when you get down to it. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it took a, a pretty impressive uh, end-of-the-season run, but... Uh, Banked up. I mean, yeah. half that team is injured. The two best players, and certainly the two best outfielders on the team, uh, no offense to Ryan Braun, are uh, are out, and so that was a big hit yesterday, for sure. Uh, and the relief pitching just forgot how to pitch, and especially over the last... I mean, they lost three in a row to Colorado to close out the year, too. I yeah, mean, one of the better uh, bullpens yeah, in baseball as It well. just kind of fell apart there at the end. But I uh, love them still. Hell of a season. And at least the Cubs didn't go, so there's a plus there, I suppose. Well, today is a busy show. I'd be lying to you if I said otherwise. Uh, listen, man, we have a movie review from Big J. 830 brings us a chance for you to win some cash from us. We gave away $200. We would like to replicate that today with the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Uh, at 740, we're going to give you a chance to go check out the PBR and qualify for some sweet PBR seats with Rope This. Uh, Jay Bates is going to stop by over the course of the show today to talk about the walk to Ann Alzheimer's and, of course, other fun and excitement. We hope at least one point during the show we make you giggle as well. That's <laughs> and I'm thinking about going on a rant today and getting just a little bit political. I'm, I'm worried about it. Oh, God. But uh, I might. disaster waiting to happen. I might. I might. It's not super political. It's just I feel like I'm missing something. And I could use some help, and it may... Something, you're missing a lot. We may have to get into that side of things just a little bit to help me understand what the hell's going on here. But let's get started with some important stuff. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I know you're 57 years old, but I need you to think back to when you were in college. Okay. Do that for me. Yeah. Do you remember what your schedule was like back then? Like, did you were you working a hell of a lot, and then also trying to factor in school, and then you know yeah. trying to have a social life as well? Yeah, there was no social life to nope. worry about. Uh, 40 hours a week. Going to class, full class load. And was that uh, rent a car days, or is that uh, yeah. warehouse yeah. days? Okay. So you were working at Amos, and then you also had to uh, factor in your school schedule. How much sleep were you getting on average, would you say? Oh, man, I uh, I don't remember. Probably not a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I was doing 40 hours, but I was doing like 
tens. Um, oh, so, four days a week. Yeah. So yeah, the, uh, the 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 lack of sleep probably caught up with you, which could explain why the grades were a little bit of an issue. Yeah. College students uh, are known certainly for partying, but it turns out that if you get more sleep, you get better grades in college. Weird. Uh, MIT researchers found that students who averaged six and a half hours of sleep each night got grades 50% lower than students who averaged seven and a half hours of sleep per night, regardless of grade point average, regardless of background, regardless of where they graduated. Also, students who went to bed after 2 a.m. performed worse on tests, even if they got seven hours of sleep. Also, after other findings, the sleep students got during the days when the learning happened did better on tests than people that just got good sleep the night before the test. And still, researchers say the findings cannot prove the causation, but it is pretty interesting. I mean, I, I remember, I, I guess it was a different situation. I just, I was not mature enough. You were 15. To be in college. I was not 15 years old. But I was, you know, young. And I, I was, for the first time in my life, was proposed with an option of going to school. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where it's like, you can go to this class or you can miss it and make it up on Thursday. And so I was, I took advantage of that and it was dumb and stupid and uh, I regret it and I definitely did not get seven and a half hours of sleep. It was a whole new world for me and uh, and I did not spend it probably productively. But look at me now, right Big J? Right, look at you now. Still not getting much sleep. Yeah. Washington Nationals beat the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3 to last night at home in the National League wild card game. Washington was down 3-1 to at the bottom of the eighth when Juan Soto drove in three runs with a two-out bases loaded single that got past uh, Trent Grisham out there in the outfield. He was given an error, by the way, for letting the ball skip under his glove. That was not a good play. Nationals will play the Dodgers in the division series. Game one will be on Thursday. American League wild card game is tonight. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays at Oakland A's. We'll see what ends up happening in that particular matchup. Director Kevin Smith, former guest of the morning after, is very happy to have made up with his friend Ben Affleck after having a falling out. He said Ben was coming back was everything. Not only did I get to add that character Holden, who played in, who he played in Chasing Amy, back into the mix for the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, but it's one of the best scenes in the movie. And we didn't even have Affleck's role in the flick when we started shooting. We shot it on the last day, and I wrote it a week before rap. And uh, he never really gets into what happened, what caused the rift. That's what I'm super interested in, you know? Yeah. Because they were tight for a while. And and to Kevin Smith's uh, credit, you know, he's a guy that will talk pretty much about anything. But I don't think I ever heard him badmouth Affleck. Maybe there wasn't anything. Maybe just Affleck got super famous and... You know, he was busy with Jennifer Garner and everything that, you know, was going down there. Because I remember, uh, you know, Kevin Smith was one of the vocal supporters of Ben Affleck as Batman. And it was me and Kevin Smith, I think, were the only two fans. Yeah, Yeah, you two idiots. And so uh, and so it was uh, it it was one of those deals where, you know, because he'll talk about riffs he's had. He has got no problem badmouthing Bruce Willis. So maybe there wasn't one. Maybe just Affleck got too big for his britches. Well, yeah, but I guess uh, you you could be right. Maybe. It could have been he big time though. You're absolutely right. Who knows? But the good news is they're back together, and everything is okay. Do you have any interest in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Uh, dude, uh, no. Me I, I mean, I saw the trailer. I'm like, this looks bad. I, I'm kind of with you. And, and there's been a lot of whiffs here recently from from Mr. Kevin Smith. I like Tusk a little bit more than I think you did. Oh. 
But it's only because of the performance. Michael Parks was great. Yeah, but I, I'll watch him in some other stuff. <laughs> he go, was really good. At it. Go watch him in Kill Bill. Uh, morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. There's your send nude song of the day. That's another animal and broken again here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, gosh, right around this time, Big J selected a romantic comedy for him to watch and review for you. Big J, what was it called and how is it? It was called The Falling In Love. And in as in like it in. Because it's about a hotel, right? Kind of a hotel, more bed and breakfast. Uh, hotel, this... motel, holiday inn? No, 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 not at all. Uh, yeah, and you called it. You're like, oh, Big J's a sucker for romantic comedies. <laughs> so there's nobody in this movie you probably have heard of. I've uh, heard of Christina Milan. Yeah, she's a, she's a singer. Yeah. And uh, she stars in this movie. She plays a, uh, a, an in- a fiercely independent woman who her dream is to create... Uh, you know, green, I guess a green world. You know what I mean? Where she wants to push her liberal agenda. Yeah, her liberal... No, <laughs> she she wants to, you know, keep the world clean and, and trying to develop clean, you know, space and power and those kind of things. And that's what she's doing. She lives in Los Angeles and she's got a, uh, a fancy lawyer boyfriend. But, you know, they've been together two years. Stuff hasn't been happening. And, and things kind of unravel fast. So the first 20, 30 minutes of this movie, is it's pretty slow. I mean, I didn't have a whole lot of hope. But you can kind of see where the movie's going. It, it, romantic comedies are predictable. Um, it's just the way it is. But uh, what happens is she ends up at her last wit's end and uh, enters this contest, this essay contest, to win this uh, beautiful-looking inn in Auckland, New Zealand. Okay. In New Zealand, so uh, she ends up winning, hooray! Hey. And then she she goes to New Zealand to, uh, she she, what? What if she lost and that was the end of the movie? Yeah, that was it. She didn't win, and then <laughs> thirty five minutes, <laughs> boom, movie. It's a short. She goes back to her crappy job and her yeah. crappy boyfriend. Yep, uh, she breaks up with her boyfriend uh, and and then moves to New Zealand, and that's when you enter in all these you know you know characters and she meets this gentleman named uh, Jake. Uh, she's not a big fan of him at first, obviously. That's when you get the uh, you know the typical like flirty, but uh, I don't want to you know I don't want to talk to you kind of thing. Right. He's played by Adam Demos, and and I don't think he's really been in anything, but he is uh, he's pretty cool. All right. I, I you know and we we know some Kiwis. Yeah, sure. And and it's just you know there's a different. It's a different kind of lifestyle there in New Zealand. And is he from New Zealand or is he just playing in New Zealand? I no, he's from New Zealand. Okay. And so what happens is she gets there and, you know, like you would expect, the place is actually a wreck. Sure. And then she's got to put all this effort into developing. She becomes friends with everybody in the community. And, of course, uh, she, you know, then the time is running short. And maybe she's got to leave. You don't know. That's the whole thing trying to get her to stay. There you go. That's the movie in a nutshell. But in the middle of that, there's a lot of enduring kind of moments. And, uh, boy, I got real teared up at the end. <laughs> real. God, what a real baby. Just a, I can't say the word um, on air, but it's pansy will suffice. Uh, That's what I turned into. So you got all emotional watching yeah, the movie, yeah. huh? So dumb. So <laughs> dumb. So, yeah, I have to approve it because... It made me feel stuff. It had all the feels for me. And I don't know, maybe it just hit me in the right place. It was the right time for the movie. But, you know, I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a tremendous job. The first 35 minutes is tough, but... 
Hey, listen, I felt the same way uh, about a movie that we did on this uh, that you didn't want, that you didn't select, but it was called Always Be My Baby. That's on Netflix that I really enjoyed as well. Although it does have Keanu Reeves in it, which did help, but. Uh, it was uh, it was one of those deals where it was just uh, it was funny and it was the right time and it was a really good movie and sometimes romantic comedies can be that. Yeah, yeah, generally. And so it is approved. Yes, it's approved. All right. Did it make you want to do things like do you want to like uh, give it all up and go open up a hotel somewhere? I, I don't think it was Alter Bridge. No, I don't think it was Mark Tremonti. Just making sure. Just making sure. I don't know if it like you know awoken this demon or something. We have like, this. Yeah. We have this segment every Monday that prevents me from ever <laughs> trying to trying to rebuild a hotel. Yeah. Gotcha. Morning After with Naked Big J. What's the name of it again? Falling in, I-N-N, love. Aww. It was, was it called the Love Inn or it something was a, like that? It, well, I can't remember because it was a weird, it's like the Bill Burb Inn or something like that. Bill Burb. I, I, it's just a weird name. Did it have any relevance or something to the story? Yes. Okay. But you don't remember that either? No. Morning After to. with Naked Big J, a story that really stays with you, Falling in Love is approved from Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff. Hang around for that, along with a little bit of chat and action for you to check out Rope This and go to the PPR. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Retirement, Big J. How often do you think about that? Not never. Not never. No, I mean, never. Oh. Um, Come on. So uh, it's funny because uh, when your father-in-law was in the uh, the building not too long ago for the X session last week, uh, he and I got to talking about retirement because he recently retired from the Boise Fire Department. Yeah. And uh, he was telling me uh, about uh, his plan, and I was telling him about how, yeah, listen, that doesn't seem like it's a re- realistic thing for me. But it got me thinking about it for the first time in forever about how nice it would be <laughs> to actually at some point in my life retire. As unrealistic as it seems at this particular point in my life at almost 42 years old where I'm just like there's no way I'm going to be able to do that in the foreseeable future uh, at, at all. But do you have like dreams like if you were to retire would you want to stick around here and stay or is there a place you'd want to go or what? Uh, I've had a couple different ideas. Okay. So, um, you know, one that the wife and I, we've talked about uh, traveling around uh, the world, obviously. Um, That would be really fun to do. Also, uh, thought about retiring back home to Montana. Right. Finding, Um, like, some land. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but it'll be hard to say. It's end up where the the kids kind of end up, maybe that kind of thing, because, you know, they're going to have to take care of me. But, I mean, um, do you think the kids will stay in the same regional area together? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, they're not even – I can't even see them moving out of the house at this point. So, <laughs> I don't uh, I, I don't know what that's going to look like or, or feel like. But I know it's a long ways away. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, uh, if it's any consolation, some research was done and found that uh, – if you live at or around like a coastal area, someplace near water or by the sea, you are 22% less likely to experience mental health problems like anxiety and depression compared to those that live 31 miles away or more from water. Now, as you get older, this number gets exponentially higher. It's 22% now in your prime, but as you get older, if you retire near the water, you're up to 50 to 60% less anxious or depressed if you have that kind of view. Odds are, because if you own, uh, you know, a house on a prop or a property near water, you're probably doing pretty okay for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to worry about money or uh, things like that because you probably have some. I, th- yeah, I think the idea of retirement probably easier to 
come to grips with and to get to if you own your home. Correct. Yeah, the less things you have to pay for, yeah. the less financial hardship you have to worry about, and the less uh, the realism of a job is necessary. Uh, they're calling it blue health, Big J, the scientists are. Uh, the closer you are to water, the happier you can be, and so maybe as you get older, you might want to think about some blue health, huh? What do you think? Yeah. All right. Just something to add into the the particular thing. And I remember, well, I mean, you know, your your retirement plans have changed too. I remember uh, taking it back about seven years ago. The dream was to own an RV and just travel around the country. That's right. Yeah. Do. Yeah. That no longer is in your top three things to do when you retire. No. No. <laughs> the uh, trips to rock in the range. Fix that. <laughs> the Washington Nationals beat the Milwaukee Brewers three to four or four to three last night to win the National League Wild Card. Washington was down three to one in the bottom of the eighth. Juan Soto drove in three runs with a two out bases loaded single on an error by Trent Grisham. Nationals will play the Dodgers in their NL Division Series game one on Thursday. American League Wild Card game is tonight between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Oakland A's. We'll see who advances in that particular matchup. Well, uh, I tell you what, you know, it's pretty interesting to see how much money some roles are offered for people. And oh, Mr. Uh, Matt Damon, Big J, has uh, kind of idiot. doing some interviews talking about his experiences and things that he had a chance to be a part of. And apparently he had a chance to make some serious money. Uh, he turned down $250 million to play the lead in Avatar according to the British GQ. Uh, he says that Jim Cameron offered me Avatar, and when he offered it to me, he says, now listen, I don't need anybody. I don't need a name for this, a named actor. So if you don't take it, I'm going to find an unknown actor and give it to him because the movie doesn't really need you, but if you take the part, I'll give you 10% of it. According to GQ, that would have added up to about $250 million. The role eventually went to Sam Worthington. And yes, he does admit that he regrets the role, which has four sequels in the works. He says, so yeah, I left more table. I've left more money on the table than any other actor, actually. I mean, the bigger thing, my bigger regret is uh, I would have caused a problem for Paul Greengrass and all my friends at the board ultimatum, so I couldn't do it. But Cameron said to me in the course of that conversation, well, you know, I've only made six movies. I didn't realize that. He works so infrequently, but his movies, you know, all of them make a killing. So what are you going to do? Uh, Damien was doing the interview because he's got the Le Mans, uh, what is it, Ferrari versus Ford versus Ford versus Ferrari, Ferrari yeah with Christian Bale that he was talking about. And so it's a very interesting situation. I mean, it, it's almost a different movie, too. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Seeing Matt Damon in that role. I mean, I only seen Avatar once, so I have a hard time really remembering a whole lot yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't plan on ever seeing it again. No, me either. I do like Sam Worthington, though. I know you do. Uh, but So do you. Yes, I do I do as well. I do Not enough to see any of the other Avatars, right, but I like it just fine. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, that's important stuff number two. On 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Scotland for today's We're Going to Hell story. Oh, Scotland. I'm not sure how this would be handled if it happened in the United States. Uh, you might have to give me a little bit of uh, your opinion on the whole matter. But oh, okay. It's the story of a, a 28-year-old gentleman named Stuart Cook. Stuart uh, apparently got himself into a car accident earlier this week. Basically rear-ended another driver. It was a fender bender, as it were, but police were notified and, uh, you know, to the scene because there was some damage on vehicles. Insurance had to be exchanged, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so when police uh, officers arrived on the scene, they found Stuart Cook speaking to the other driver. They were having a relatively civil conversation. But officers say that they started to smell some pot on Cook. Now, pot still illegal in Scotland. 
And so they did a search of the person, and they turned up a small quantity of cannabis, Big J. And oh, so oh my. Stuart was not very happy with this whole situation. And so the Scotsman decided that he was going to have a little bit of revenge as he was getting handcuffed and taken to the Kitty Brewster police station. He decided that he was going to basically turn around uh, and face, I guess, with his back turned to the officers, bend over, and he farted in their general direction three different times. He farted in their general direction? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, butt to leg contact contact or anything like that. He just kind of turned around and went... Gave him the dirty business. And asked all three times, how do you like that? Or in a Scottish accent, Big G, you want to try it? How do you like that? Okay. And so he did that three times. Police were not exactly happy with him. So, uh, basically, they pressed their luck. And so once they found (laughs) marijuana on him, they decided it was time for a strip search. He might be hiding other things, right? So they they asked him to bend over. And once again... He intentionally farted three times in the direction of the officer, giving him the strip search. I mean, incredible that you can just, you know, make that happen. (laughs) Uh, Again, asking how they liked that. Never a response was given, according to the police report. Uh, His lawyer said he felt the officer's treatment of him was an overreaction, which is why he decided to uh, retaliate with farts. Six in total. Great. He got his answer, by the way. Uh, The Scotsman was sentenced to 75 hours of unpaid work. And they they basically let him off for the cannabis charge. They're giving him the 75 hours of community service for farting. You understand? Yeah, don't be farting in our general direction. Is Is that assault? I mean, it could be. Yeah. If it's done on purpose in order to... Well, definitely was done on purpose. <clears throat> okay. To, to cause irritation and or some sort of offense but, against them. But if there's no contact, is it assault? I guess it's not battery. It could still be assault, right? Maybe? Well, if somebody spits at you... Yeah. If you spit at a police officer, but... But again, you, it's you contact. Don't hit them, but you don't hit them, but you still spit at them. It's the same thing. It is? I would say so, yeah. Even if you don't hit them? Yeah. For all we know, this guy could have really actually been trying to crap on him. <laughs> well, yeah, but you can't take an intent in some of this stuff. That's not fair. I mean, if the idea was to crap and then you, you misfired and you only farted, it's a failure, I would guess. But, that was an attempted assault, brother. <laughs> yeah, attempted, maybe. So either way, he is going to jail for, not jail, he's going to community service for 75 hours. So now you know. When you fart, you could get in trouble for it. Not exactly a great form of revenge either, for being honest. I mean, no. Come on. It's a fleeting moment. As it were. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, your chance to go check out the PBR. We play Rope This next on the X-Rock. That is some tool for you here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. Coming up October 18th and 19th at the Ford Idaho Center. The PBR, ladies and gentlemen. God, it's so much fun. It really is. It's a whole lot of fun, and we have an opportunity for you to go for free right now and get qualified for a really cool VIP package 
that includes some great seats and free food and drink at the PBR. Oh, free food! On us, if... Drink! You would like to play a game called Rope This. In order to do that, you need to be caller X 208-287-1003 right now. Big J has got his imaginary lasso. He's Woo! swinging it over his head. Wait, I don't need imaginary. No, you got a real lasso? Yeah. That's that's a bungee cord. It's going to turn into a lasso. Uh, and so you have an opportunity. This is still radio, though. Nobody can see. I don't care. And so you have an opportunity if you can figure out what Big J is throwing his fictional lasso, or I guess in this case, a literally, that's also not a lasso. You're Hopefully just I hurt hit somebody. you. Uh, and you can actually figure that out through the clues, then you're going to go to the PBR. Big J, do you have the clues ready? No. It's going to be a good one, then. Let's go no, to the I phones. Do, I do. Good morning, the X. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, dude? What's your name? It's Shane. All right, Shane, good luck figuring out Big J, what Big J's lassoing. Woo! All right. When you call 911, chances are you will see this. Okay. Give me another one. It has sirens, a klaxon light, and room for about six people. An ambulance. Generally has a ladder and a hose on it. Okay, a fire truck. There you go! Hey! Big J has lassoed a fire truck. Oh, man! Give me a ride! Good job. Woohoo! Shane, hang on. It's It's demeaning to the PBR. I apologize. (laughs) Oh, you feel like you've taken the rope this time? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Well, listen, it's theater of the mind. People are now picturing you lassoing. I, I guess the question is, what would you do once you did lasso the fire truck? Would you ride it? Like no, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, get it to stop and then shake every one of those people's hands and right. say thank you. <laughs> Quite the turn of events. Uh, you can pretty much do that. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to lasso that to do that, but that's cool of you, man. Good job. Hey, thanks. So there's Rope This. Shane is going to go check out the PBR. If you want to grab your own tickets, that's cool. ICTickets.com has them. We'll continue to do this and give away a VIP package here uh, coming up in a few weeks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is on the way. So is the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J. You're a local hero, a big superstar these days. What? Everybody knows who you are. You're radio's Big J. Okay. But when you started out, would you say your path to this particular stardom was easy or a difficult one? Uh, medium. <sighs> In between. Literally the worst answer you could have given. Uh, probably difficult. I'll say difficult. How's that? Road less, less uh, traveled. What made it difficult? I don't know. Finance? Financially? Sure. Living? That's pretty much any radio different career, but you're Getting into right. the door? Yep. Foot in the door is hard. But I really wasn't looking to get my foot in the door. So you didn't really care. It wasn't that I didn't care. It just, it was just kind of, a, at first it wasn't, I didn't think it was going to turn into a job. Okay. Right. And then, you know, you, you paid your dues a little bit, right? I mean, not everything was Check given was to you right away. You had to work to get it yeah. to make it a full time position. I had I had to do some major sacrifices. Uh-huh. Okay, and and success wasn't something that came right away either. Oh yeah, quite easily. <laughs> You're impossible to talk to. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just answering your damn question, but not truthfully. But thank you very. Yes, much. absolutely truthfully. Uh, and so, uh, according to Northwestern University. Researchers found that people who failed early on in their careers actually went on to be way more successful down the line. 
Among those who failed at first, 10% completely gave up, but for the other 90% who stuck it out, they had significantly better results later on compared to peers that had success from the very beginning. They say that it turns out that historically, while we have been relatively successful in pinpointing the benefits of success, we have yet to understand the impact of failure. There's actually a pretty big value in failure and having to scratch and claw your way into success and fight hard to get there and not have everything kind of handed to you or, or you become an overnight sensation kind of thing because then sometimes it's difficult to live up to those expectations if you're specifically, if you're going for sustainability and longevity, you understand? Sure. So, you know, being in and having to put in some work and get there, uh, it, it was a thing that needed to happen. And it helps out in the long run. Now, you wouldn't know that because you had success right away. Yeah, it was easy. So I just uh, pretty much silver plated it. You're an exception to the rule. Washington Nationals beat the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3 to last night at home to win the National League wild card. Washington was down 3-1 to in the bottom of the eighth, but came through with a bases loaded single. And that was it. Uh, the uh, the Nationals held on from there, so they're going to take on the Dodgers in the division series. Game one will take place on Thursday. American League wildcard game is tonight between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Oakland A's. Big J, uh, this is the part I was talking about earlier this morning. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to wrap my head around this Joker thing. <laughs> and so... Uh, Police in L.A. and New York City are deploying extra officers to theaters showing Joker this opening weekend. uh, And several theater chains are banning costumes at screenings. I'm trying to figure out how this happened. How what happened? How how did it turn into terrible things are going to happen at the Joker premiere? Well, let's see. First of all, we haven't seen the movie. Right. That's what I'm asking. And, and, And so, I mean... Apparently, there's several scenes or images that that uh, they don't feel exactly 100% safe about. And then you have into it that the imagery around the Joker and the, the Aurora, uh, Colorado shooting in the theater. There's a lot that has to play in with that, and they're afraid of copycat kind of. So why wasn't situation. this kind of stuff happening with Suicide Squad? Joker was also featured in that movie. Yeah, I think that's because this is an ultra realistic version of that. This isn't. This is more of I, the way I'm looking at this, and and I, I was going to save this for our uh, podcast when we eventually do it. But I see this way more as a taxi driver kind of play at, at the Joker character than anything. So, yeah, like I said, it feels very King of Comedy to me, which is along the same lines of of that. I mean, he held De Niro's in all of those movies that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so th- I think that there's a different mood and this isn't being played out as just like a regular comic book movie i think there's a little bit more realism to it okay um however that being said i still don't get the overreaction to all of it well that's the whole my, my, the united states army giving a warning to uh to the uh the, the men and women of the armed forces about it is like it's a little crazy to me i it I seems su- to give more like you're, you're you're just begging for something to happen at this point i suppose i i understand erring on the side of caution and being better safe than sorry makes sense to me but it feels like we are i mean there's literally what 25 people that have seen this movie the cans and the movie reviewers are it can film festival no, I and, bet and there's the movie far reviewers. more people this, that seen the movie than that well what i'm saying is that for this kind of outcry for this to kind of happen no i haven't seen anything in any of the reviews about any particular scene that would warrant this particular kind of stuff 
I haven't yet. I, although I haven't been looking because we're going to see the movie. I, the I've movie. seen some stuff, and so I kind of understand where it's coming from. Well, either way, they're they're taking uh, some serious caution when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, I mean, people are warning people not to see the movie in theaters. But what I'm saying is I feel like it's strange to me that we're jumping to conclusions about something that hasn't happened yet and not a lot of people have seen yet, if that makes sense. Yeah, it seems to me like the, the overreaction here is is begging for a situation to happen. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. If nothing happens, that's a great thing. Uh, but obviously, this is going to impact, I think, how it does, right? In yeah. some way, shape, or form, whether it's a success or failure. And I'll tell you what, Todd Phillips isn't doing anybody any favors, by the way. Yeah. I mean... He, Come on, mustache boy. He, he really isn't. He really, really isn't. But we'll see. It opens wide on October 4th, if you want to see it, which, by the way, is just two days away. And we're going tomorrow, yes? Yeah. So we will have it all ready to go for you and let you know how it is. Let's play the all-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Okay, let's do this. It is time to try and give away some money here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's welcome in Caller X this morning to the phone lines. His name is Toby. Toby, good morning, brother. How are you? Oh, I'm awesome, man. Awesome. We're not trying. We're winning, man. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Confidence. I dig it. I dig it very much. Here's the my, here's the goal, man. We want to give you 200 bucks. We wish you the best of luck. Big J, what are Toby's categories? Star Wars and college nicknames. Which one of those two do you feel more comfortable with, sir? Uh, honestly, neither, but let's go Star Wars. All right, $50 question coming at you. This famous writer and director is credited with creating the Star Wars franchise. Uh, Steven Spielberg? Big J? No! Toby, you were right. Oh, that was, that was not your strong Riff. suit. I mean, oh, Steven Spielberg, were... not involved in the Star Wars universe at all, sir. No, no. But Toby, damn it, we still think you're good looking, and we appreciate you calling in. <laughs> but sorry we couldn't give you any money this morning. You had so much. Who is it then? Yeah, George Lucas. George Lucas is the man behind Damn. Star Wars. Right. Yeah, and Indiana Fat also is his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Toby. You have yourself a good day. Well, we tried. We had a two-day streak there, uh, but Toby gave it a good run, but couldn't quite get it his done. His positivity. I mean, I almost said yes to, to Steven Spielberg. So <laughs> almost gave him fifty bucks yeah. just for being confident. Uh, unfortunately, that's not how it works. But you can try again at twelve thirty with Jason Drew. 4.30 with Adam if you want to get your shot at the all-cash $25,000 Double Dare. We'll give it a chance again. We're going to come back with some Pop Culture Smackdown. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we've got a nice little morning after prize package here for you. A day to remember is coming to town October 15th, Nick, at the uh, Central League Arena. That's correct. How would you like to... Uh, Go see that show. I like it very much. All right. We're also going to give you tickets to go see Dropkick Murphys and Clutch. Holy crap. And Hate Breed. Dude. Yeah. That's back-to-back shows, kids. One's on a Monday. The other's on Tuesday. Did I do this right? I did this wrong. But oh, it will. I uncorked it. What happened? So let's do it. What were you supposed to I do? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Shocking. So get on the phone. 208-287-1003. If you would like to play against Big J and Pop Culture Smackdown, this is quite the prize package. We're not joking around. Good luck to everybody involved. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Uh, Nate. 
Nate, you're up first, Nate. Which one of these films does not star Johnny Depp? Alice in Wonderland, The Maze Runner, or Sleepy Hollow? Uh, Maze Runner. That is correct. Right. Big J, in which film did Robin Williams play Mr. Keating? Uh, let's go with, um... Oh, man. No. Now I can't remember the name. Um... Is it the Matt Damon movie, right? And Ben Affleck movie? <laughs> oh, no. So I'm way off. I have no idea. <laughs> you, you uh, I'll explain it to you in a second, but you have to give me an answer. Uh, Popeye. Popeye. <laughs> Wrong. No, he played Popeye in Popeye. Uh, Nate, that means you're victorious. Quite the coup for you, my friend. You get Dropkick Murphy's Clutch and Hate Breed tickets and a Day to Remember I Prevail and Beartooth tickets. Hang on one second, dude. That is quite the prize package for you. So first of all, let me tell you where you went wrong. You're, you're right because you're thinking of a private school movie, right? Oh, but yeah, the, yeah. The movie you're thinking of. Dead Poet Society. That's the Robin and Williams answer. That would have been the correct right. answer. Great. But you were thinking of school ties with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck that had that Brandon Frazier was in. School right. Ties is the name of the movie you were thinking of. Uh, but they, no, Matt I was D- thinking about the one that they won the Oscar for. Goodwill Hunting? Yes. Thank oh, you. oh, oh. I thought you had the private. <laughs> no. Matt Damon and, and Ben Affleck played uh, s- private school students in a different movie. Yeah, sure. I could get Dead Poet Society like that after uh, there's no pressure. <laughs> after you've already given the wrong answer. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Idiot. Uh, there's your pop culture smackdown. So be it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. This weekend is a very big one for a lot of people here in the Treasure Valley. It's an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio Jay Bates. Good morning, sir. I love coming in here. You guys have the best toys. Yeah, yeah, you get to play like Anchorman. I have the Ron Burgundy doll in my hand. (laughs) This is awesome. You have to leave that here, though. Oh, man. (laughs) It is is for uh, topics of conversation, (laughs) but not for people to take home, unfortunately. (laughs) How are things, man? Good? Pretty good. It's it's a very busy week right now as we kind of get going up to... The walk coming up on Saturday. Exactly. We had you in a couple weeks ago to talk a little bit about this. Give people the information they need if they want to join up on Saturday again. Well, the walk to end Alzheimer's is Saturday, Julia, Julius Kleiner Memorial Park. Say that five times fast. Uh, registration is going to be at 10 a.m. The ceremony is at 11. Are you doing the ceremony this yeah. year? Awesome. Yeah. Me and, cool. t- me and Tim. Good. It's uh, always a good time to be able to be a part of the walk and not have to be up on the stage. So thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, and then the walk is actually at 1130. I get this question a lot. People are like, oh, walk. Like like they're thinking it's the Fit One Fitness Challenge or something. No. Right. It's a leisurely stroll. Around yeah, the park. I don't even think it's 0. 0.5. No, no. It's, it's not like we're racing. Nobody's handing out medals. It's just, you know, get a bunch of purple. It's, I call, I tell people it's like the biggest support group ever because everybody there knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the uh, one thing, and it's always emotional. I mean, for for you and me, you know, the flower planting, mm-hmm. um, the, the plastic windmill flowers, um, you know, just representing the people that, um, that we're remembering and that we're trying to honor and, and, and fight for um, treatment and a cure. I it's mean, a really, it's, about. it's this really difficult juxtaposition of like, you're proud of the fact that that flower garden is getting bigger every year because more and more people are becoming aware, but it's also getting bigger every year, which is sad at the same time. 
Yeah, it's it's very difficult. And you know, you can go to xrock.com and find out some more information there. You can still join my team and still donate some money, but to me, uh, the thing I try to to impart on people is it's great you want to come to the walk, but we need mm-hmm. your money. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> you know. And you know, it's funny people not so much anymore, but you'll get, you know, well where does the money go? And the truth of the matter is it goes to a national organization. But it goes to a national organization that is the third leading funder of research when it comes to Alzheimer's. And scientists are excited. I don't know if you've heard, but there are scientists who believe this could be cured within 10 years. But they need the money. I mean, when you think of the ice bucket challenge, look at the breakthroughs they got because of all that money they got in. Same thing is happening with Alzheimer's right now. As money comes in, research goes out. We pay these very, very smart people to help us find a cure. And we're getting closer. And at the same time, you get that trickle-down effect, and we get programs here in the Treasure Valley. When I first started 10 years ago, there was no support programs. Now there's two dozen across the state. I mean, people have a place to turn now, and it's because we raise money. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and that's uh, really what it's all about. And, of course, Saturday is a a great uh, kind of organization and a whole great big event that goes on and a great opportunity for everybody to kind of get together and share stories and raise money and get the family together. And there are some teams, and there certainly is an ability to do that kind of stuff. But you're right. It really is about the money and raising some awareness and making sure we also are remembering those that are, you know, still dealing with this disease and those that have uh, gone on because of it. Because it truly is an epidemic and it's not getting any easier for people to deal with this stuff on their own or with their families you know and it you know it ca- it can cause you know <laughs> lasting effects on on the families you know unlike yeah. a lot of um, diseases and you don't want to compare diseases but I mean uh, you know uh, after about a year and, and a half I'm still you know just trying to come to terms with with everything it just makes it so difficult there's this uh Whenever somebody asks me, because I'm sure the same thing happens to you, people ask, you know, hey, I think something's going on. What should I do? I tell them, you need to call the Alzheimer's Association because what you don't know is what you don't know. Like, there's so many legal and financial and paperwork things that you're going to have to go through the second you walk out of that doctor's office with that diagnosis and you're not prepared. And that's the person taking care of another person, not the actual patient. Yeah. So, all those kind of things are so important to learn about and to get the awareness out and to know that you've got a place to turn is the reason that we do this. Exactly. So uh, I know that there's information at xrock.com, but Jay, if people want to go to the website to learn more about maybe the other teams that are out there or maybe start their own, what's the best place to go? There is a six on your side team, too. Not okay. that we're competitive at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, alz.org slash walk, and you can search for teams. You can search for walkers. You can start your own team. I think there's still plenty of time. Beautiful. Absolutely. So make sure you're ready to go, but make sure it's all ready to go by Saturday because that's the big event. What are the times again, Jay? Uh, registration starts at 10 a.m. Ceremony starts at 11. All right. Be out there. Be a part of it. Uh, you can join Big Jay's team again at xrock.com. And Jay, of course, thanks for making time for us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. All right. Let's hook you up with some prizes. Yeah, we have got uh, tickets to... Uh, the band Starset coming to town here on the 14th, so a couple weeks away. We'll get you set up with those. And uh, why not? We'll throw some spooktacular tickets uh, at you. That happening out at the uh, the Zoo Boise Family 4-Pack. To get out there here uh, starting next week, Nick, you can go out and take the kids and have a good time. Nice, man. So a cool little prize package here for Bad Impressions as well. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. For the uninitiated, here's how Bad Impressions works. Big J has prepared some clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, 
then you are going to a concert and you're going to go enjoy the spooktacular at Zuboise on us. Let's get to a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, buddy. What's your name? Alan. All right, Alan. Good luck to you. Here we go. I own Aviation Gin, and my pal Hugh Jackman owns Laughing Man Coffee. Uh, next. I love chimichangas, and so does my favorite role, Deadpool. Uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Good job, Alan. Congratulations. <laughs> tickets to Star Set are yours. So are spooktacular tickets. Hang on, dude. We'll get some info I think, from you. I think that's my handyman. Uh, handyman <laughs> Alan. Why? Uh, what was clue three for fun? I didn't have one. I was going to go Blake Lively, maybe. Blake Lively, maybe, would have yeah. been a good clue. Uh, yesterday, the trailer dropped for uh, the Six Underground movie on Netflix. I haven't seen this yet. Is it good? Oh, man. It is Michael Bay-ish. Like, you can't go wrong. But it's, um, you know, it just it, it looks sexy and cool, man. It, that's all there is to it. And Ryan Reynolds, uh, along with his uh, merry uh, men of marauders and ladies, it looks very interesting. Who else is in it besides Ryan Reynolds? Um, Oh, a- boy. Anybody you're familiar with? Yes, yes, uh, but uh, I don't know. What the, the verb, I mean, you catch me off guard. I, <laughs> well, then don't listen, say say I'm I don't know. It's shopping, okay. okay, which I shouldn't be doing. Just say I don't know. I do I'll know though. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm just don't. stalling for time. <laughs> then you don't know. Ben Hardy. Maybe you're familiar with his work. I don't know who Ben no, Hardy me either. is. Uh, no, Dave Franco, and that's it. Okay. There you go. I thought there was more people that were supposed to be in this movie that were, but Maybe I think not. it's the combination of Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds. Either way, it uh, looks like it's going to be very interesting and an interesting story. So Michael Bay still rings the bell for you. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm not one of those Michael Bay haters. I don't hate Michael sure. Bay either, but there, it's just been a stretch since he's done anything. I mean, because I haven't watched any of the Transformer movies. I haven't been a super big fan of that franchise, and so uh, Pain and Gain, I didn't see much of. And <laughs> much of, and like, yeah, so you watched it on cable and then turned the channel. I watched it for like ten minutes, and I was like, "This is not capturing yeah. my attention." That's about it. But then I, I think I'm going back to like. Armageddon is really like the last Michael Bay movie that I really, really liked. Jeez. And I did like it, but I mean, can you name anything past that that you enjoyed? I, I like the Transformer movies. I have no problems all with them at all. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't I, have a problem at all. I didn't mind them. the first one, but I, I haven't seen much a whole lot after that. That was it. That's really. Uh, it, it's an inter- interesting story. It, it looks like a, a bunch of, uh, you know, former military people that decided, hey, you know what? We're going to take matters into our own hands and do good. Okay, so like uh, basically, um, you know, taking oh, the law into their own kind hands. Kind of like Kingsman. Okay. In, in, in a way, but uh, with a modern twist. Are they for hire? Are they like mercenaries? Is it like the 18? I don't, that part you don't know. We okay. don't know. We'll see. Gotcha. It, I kind of got that vibe from it. Or is it like the losers where they've all been wronged and they're trying to write? It could be that as well. It could be a combination <laughs> of all three of those things. Morning After with Nick and Okay, I didn't watch the trailer, okay? Oh, no. no, I did. I did. I really did. <laughs> There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show next to the x <laughs> Good, good. That is Ghost. That is Faith. That is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this particular Wednesday program. Thanks for spending your second day of October with us so far in the morning. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Jay Bates for stopping by talking about the walk to end Alzheimer's, which, of course, Big Jay is going to play a big part in. You can donate and be a part of his team at xrock.com if you're so inclined. Sorry to Toby. We didn't get a chance to give away some money today at the Double Dare. He couldn't get a Star Wars question right. But you'll have more opportunities today at 1230 and 4.30 with Jason Drew and Adam, respectfully. And, of course, we also gave away some tickets today because Big Jay couldn't remember Dead Poet Society until after he had given a wrong answer already. 
But you know what? Mistakes I are made. Still, I still got the answer right. You'll rebound just fine tomorrow of that, I am fairly certain. Uh, but I suppose tomorrow we'll also have a chance to talk a little bit about, uh, speaking of Star Wars, by the way, uh, a big performance is happening at the Morrison Center this yeah. weekend. The Empire Strikes Back with the Boise Philharmonic and Eric Garcia, the music director for the Boise Philharmonic, will be in here uh, tomorrow to talk about that performance and get you all jacked up for that. That'll be cool. And, of course, we'll have more tickets for Dropkick Murphys and a day to remember tomorrow as well. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Uh, you know what? Uh, I think you're doing a great job, Nick. You don't ever get praised enough around here for all the stuff you do. It's about time somebody said it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by the good people over at Team Mazda Subaru. No, I meant it. Go team. SaveMoney.com is a good place to go for your next new or used car adventure. Jason Drew, he is up next. We will see you on Thursday. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. 100.